0: Hi there, my name is Eli, and you're listening to the Youth of the Nation podcast, hosted by my big bro, Nate Bardeen where he speaks about the now generation, Jesus, and everything in between. Enjoy the show, and thanks for watching. Yo, and welcome back to the Youth of the Nation podcast, episode 48. We're almost at a year of doing this podcast and a year of people listening and a year of me doing it. And it's been so much fun. It's been great. Uh, I'm sure camp has been going well. I'm sure I'm tired, uh, but this episode is going to drop. And so as, as I've been thinking about, what does Nate want to talk about? Because uh, I just want to talk about topics that in youth ministry, we just don't talk about. We don't speak on, We don't we don't share on. And today's topic is going to be checking your privilege Uh, what does that mean Uh, I think we all have privileges in this world um, whether it be male race um, or sorry gender race position class uh, place of place of birth uh, even place where you live Um, and I think in ministry if we can operate out of knowledge of knowing our privileges uh, and sharing and loving in a way that understands our privileges but to able to lift the people who are oppressed up, I believe that's when we, as a mission um, of the body, have power. Uh, and then you might speak like, well, you know, Jesus gives me privileges and all these stuff. And uh, first, don't mess with the prosperity gospel stuff. But what I also know is that if anyone is preaching a Jesus who didn't take the lowest place he could, uh, didn't even have a place to live, was an immigrant, uh, looked like the brown kids that we serve. Um, then I think we struggle with the idea of understanding the privilege, right? Um, the white Jesus that we see was not based out of a reality. It was based out of people trying to change and make him look more kingly, right? Because whiteness was approached with kingliness. And so he was changed that to make him look super Aryan in a certain way. But Jesus, um, if we look at i mean literally history we know that he uh, was a brown man and uh, born in the continent of asia and so like there's just a lot of stuff that goes into that of course um and but i think what we need to talk about today is checking our privilege this topic could get a little a, a little twisted but i'm gonna start with scripture of course i'm gonna start with the scripture where jesus literally takes his position of privilege and allows um a woman uh, to feel free and also to take the eyes off of her and um, allows he uses his privilege uh, to make her feel safe. And I feel like that's what we should do with our privilege. And I'll share some stories where I've goofed up in this and also share some stories where I've seen people win um, in sharing uh, the privilege, the inherent privilege that we have. Um, so that's what we're going to get into. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening to the Youth of the Nation podcast. I hope next week I gonna have a guest on named Grant Benjamin drops man just the best music so i can't wait for that but hey guys thank you guys for listening let's get to it welcome back and let's talk about checking our privilege it's interesting right we um i can remember being on facebook and when a lot of uh, men of color were being shot and killed um i was there been told the well there's i don't there's no such thing as privilege man i had the same hard life that everyone else has had um i've been poor i you know all these things and I'm not saying that being poor represents the community, my community. But right, I, I've been played that way. I've had a hard life, man. I've ha- I've been pulled over, and um, but that's not privilege. Like just because you, you know, like just because we're the same in that, right? I don't think you're seeing what I'm, what many people are talking about when it comes to privilege. So uh, I'll share a story. Uh, I can remember being pulled over, um, and I got pulled over. the cop comes to the side angry like angry and i was speeding like i'll keep it i'll keep it a buck i was speeding okay uh but he comes and uh he he comes to the side of my car and he puts his hand straight on his gun now i have never been a cop right so i'm not gonna sit here and try to say like what's protocol and all these kinds of stuff but that being said and you guys i've I've said this on the podcast before that being said I'm, i'm i'm fearful so he says hey can you get your um can you get your license, insurance. I was like, bet, easy, right? License, insurance to all like in the front. He can see my hands move. Okay. Um, he says, I need insurance as well. And what I realized is my insurance card was underneath my seat, I believe. Uh, like Underneath my seat. And so I went, I looked back and I said, I don't have it. Now you're probably going, oh, why didn't you just give him your insurance card? And that's The privilege that you have because my fear and yes this is a valid fear was if I turned back and reached for that insurance card I don't know what's gonna happen next right and yeah I could have been hey um get my insurance card hey no I just leave it chilling because I knew where it was I'm not getting it went went into court got it um cleared off it was fine but that's the choice I had to make right And something I want to say is that privileges, um, they're not, you didn't choose them, right? Like something that's crucial, unless, I mean, you choose a position, position of power to go for a position of power. Besides that, you didn't choose, you didn't choose to be a male, you didn't choose to be a female, you didn't choose to be a white male, you didn't choose to be a person of color, Like you didn't choose these things, they were, they just, they happened, Right? So I think people need to one forget that we can't be mad at people for who have privilege because they never chose to have that privilege. You know what I mean? Like I feel like so often like, man, you were using your privilege. It's like, well, you don't know what you don't know and you can't choose your race, right? If we could, we could, but we don't. Anyway, so privilege means a special right or immunity granted to a particular person or thing. Right? Like, literally, that's what it is, a special immunity. Now, again, well, they had this and they had this. Why do I need to check my privilege? How does this have to do with Jesus? Jesus uses his privilege in the most beautiful way. Adulterous woman, right? Uh, and speaking of male privilege, uh, the dude was also caught in the act. Where is he? Uh, right? Like, wh- where is he at? As we're looking at this, we see uh, a bunch of men in positions of power, who caught two people but only are using the adulterous woman. Um and a lot of studies I've done, they said that she is probably barely dressed because she was caught in the act of adultery. Uh and then she's put in front of all these people, and she's so Jesus, you know, the law of Moses says stoner, what do you say? And Jesus was like, uh, do exact like he didn't say do exactly, right? But he goes, starts trying in the ground. Right, And people have theories of what he put, and to me it really doesn't matter. Um, I think it's key to know that Jesus distracts them from her, takes their eyes off the woman who's in a place of invul- a vulnerability and hurt and probably just sadness and shame, takes the the, the, the idea off of her and points it on him. There's drawing, right? Jesus is drawing a coloring book. But then something so key happens. He then asks another question. And says, if any of you have been out, with sin cast the first stone. Makes them think casting distraction again and then draws in the sand again. So if they weren't distracted by the question, they're distracted by the drawing. Soon we know that there's no eyes on her. It's only her and Jesus. And I love this part where right? Jesus goes, Oh, have has no one stoned you? Does no one accuse you? She goes, No. Neither do I go and sin no more. Man, beautiful. To me, that's just beautiful because what we see is that this woman, and I'm not a woman, so I can't say like how a woman would feel, but this woman who's probably full of shame is sitting here going, I need to get out of this. I want to get out of this. And God shows up and uses his male privilege to say, no, I got, because I'm being honest. In that time, a woman coming up to that probably wouldn't have meant anything. But Jesus, one, because he was Jesus, and also because he was a man. He uses his privilege to take distraction and free her from just being ridiculed, accused, probably made fun of, maybe touched. Like, who knows? And he uses his privilege to take that off. So like I said, the question I asked earlier, why do we need to know this? Why? Because our students are privileged. Some of our students are underprivileged. Some of our leaders are privileged. Some of our leaders are underprivileged. Some of our pastors are privileged. We just don't know what's going on. But I can tell you this. If we want to learn, if we want to know, then there is power in that. There is power in getting to know your fellow man there's power in knowing who jesus is there's power in knowing who god is there's power in knowing that my identity is not just based on a faith book and i'm just a black man that forces myself into a white religion but that i am a black man that is celebrated by god but through um world and sin my culture is put down god is the one for the oppressed he came as a suffering servant. All these dudes expected him to come in from this place of, of priestlyhood, like this high, high praise gold. Like he's going to come. He's going to kill. He's going to kill Romans. Like he's going to save us from this sin. He's going to not sin, but he's going to save us from whatever we have that's hurting us. And what we realize is he actually came to save the oppressed people. And yes, he came to save those exact people who are saying we need to be saved, but not in the way they thought they were expecting something else and they got something different. A man that was fu- not probably average height, average look, a carpenter, a kid, and became God. Like was God, became God. Like God was a teenager, like forever. For and so, how do we check our privilege? I think we understand and we continue to learn i think that's crucial uh one time i uh as she was here um i said uh, it was after making rapino one and uh, i was like man and she's super confident and she's so good she's like really good and i was like man she's like really cocky and, and uh, one of the people goes oh why is she cocky uh why don't you call like lebron cocky and i was like well that's true Right. And I just said that. And that's not really his privilege, but it's just that stuff. Or like, I've been in rooms before and, uh, we're looking to get opinions and opinions are going around. And before I know, it, I'm like, uh, only men have spoken in this conversation. We're using our privilege to say, yeah, you guys be quiet because that's what I've heard this woman said, I quiet in a room. Why? Because that's what I've been told to do. Not because a man tells her, but because society tells her where her privilege is. And it's none. It's zero. Man, if we can operate in ministries and in work where we take distraction, right, from people being ridiculed because of the position, but also use our positions to lift people up, that is when I believe we become one body, right? I think about it like if you mess up your leg, not terrible, but if you mess up your leg, right, you will limp and you give more strength to the other leg because why your leg has the privilege of actually working while the other leg is like, bruh, why'd you roll your ankle? And that's what I think about, right? We are, when you have places of privilege, you are the fixed leg. Man, when you're a white dude, a white man, you got the fixed leg. And there's a dude struggling because he's underprivileged or has doesn't have the same amount of privilege that you have. We can invite people in and say, hey, lean on me. And then as you nurse back that leg, I can help give you strength and give you power. Man, that's a deep thought. But when we check our privilege with students and when we, we we come to God in a way that says, take all privilege away from me and may I give it to others. Right? Because God constantly, Jesus shows us that he's really not about coming in and being the dude. Like he is the dude, but he came in and it was just like, I'm me. I'm Jesus. It's that simple. There's no other question about it. But so often, I believe we overcomplicate what God did. We overcomplicate what Jesus does. What Jesus did is amazing. But the way that Jesus took a lower position so that we could win is insane. Absolutely insane. So I encourage you. How do you see yourself in Jesus? How? Ask that question. I've been asked, how do, how do women see their place in Jesus? Right? There's ways, I've heard it from women. I'm not gonna say them because I ain't a woman. How? You know? How did a black man see himself in Jesus when he believed that he was white for so long? How can we teach a holistic, obviously, of Jesus? How? It's by checking who we are, knowing who we are. Right? And this last thing I'll say about privilege is it hurts you zero to say that you have it. For me to say that I have male privilege doesn't hurt me. It's not my fault. I have it. What am I going to do with that? Think about it just like the gospel. The gospel, right? God says, share it. Share it to people. Let people know. And I believe that's what we're also supposed to do. Truly, truly supposed to do with our privilege. Let people know and lift people up, right? And learn, 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 learn. Man, there's been the moments when I've sat here and I've been like, what the, what am I doing? Why did I say that? Why did I do this? Right? I've walked out of rooms and gone, man, I I, I used my privilege to, to make you less, and I apologize. I used my privilege to make myself feel okay, and I, and I apologize. It doesn't hurt me, it doesn't hurt you any. You're not less because you have it. I think you're more because you know it. You're more because you know where you stand. You're more because you know where you're from. Man, I think that's a good word. I really do, I really do. So check our privileges and as we go with our kids, how can we help kids check their privileges? Tell them, hey dude, you just silenced her. Hey dude, you just silenced him. Hey, sis, you just silenced her. Hey, sis, you just silenced him. Like if we can share, if we can teach, this generation wants to learn and they want to do. So let's teach them and then let's do it. Let's do it. Come on. This generation is ready to go. They are ready to go. And it's our chance, our shot to make sure that they feel like they have all the tools. And in this world that's constantly like we people say it's PC. I don't think it's a more PC world. I think it's a world that's finally seeing how some things are just not okay. Man, I can't say race jokes anymore. It's too PC. Sorry, bro. They were never okay. And someone decided to call you out, be hurt. Like. Sorry. We have to grow. We have to teach. As it says go and make more disciples, right? I believe we should go and make more disciples of education, of educating people and checking our privilege, especially in the church. Because the church right now uh, can sometimes wreak a privilege, just wreak of it. But if the church can take the position that Jesus did and be lower so that people can lift themselves up, man, that's when I believe the gospel, the kingdom, uh, as it is being shared now, it can be shared in a greater light. Because everyone's on the playing field, the same playing field, uh, and our privileges go away because we see that man we all have the privilege we literally get the privilege the privilege uh to be saved by the grace of god saved by the grace of god and it's all right it is all right right (laughs) to tell people about it i believe it is all right to tell people so let's do it let's do it check your privilege check your privilege especially in a faith life share this episode i believe someone needs to hear it um and i can't wait uh, hopefully we're gonna have Grant, my boy Grant Benjamin, on next week' episode. Who's rapping out of Virginia? Um, so yeah, let's get to it. Thank y'all for listening, and I'll catch y'all next week. Peace.